Good evening, everybody. I'm the Suffolk Ram. Skazius. Welcome to episode 68 of the Round Nerds podcast. Um, thank you for joining us on the YouTubes, or in the audio form, if you're listening to this in audio form, when I actually get around to editing and putting it up line. Um, so, welcome. Um, so, we're going to kick off. We've actually we've actually been playing quite a few games this month for week, Fortnite for change. And we're not going to acknowledge the fact that this has nothing to do with Little Meister, who isn't here. You mean... Your phone has just ruined the podcast. <laughs> Hang on, where Do you mean Middle Bardster? That's the one. Yeah, the no. guy who's now suffering with Bard's disease. Oh. Right, so you've now got to go sort that out before we can even start. All right. Running all the way. This is more editing I've got to do. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> all the things I have to cut out and do and annoyance and so forth. He says I can remember when I used to have to edit three tracks and most of it was silence and bar. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered why we used to be all three of us doing the podcast, but when I listened to Bazzo, I could only hear two of us. Oh, see, that is the magic of multi-track editing. Yeah. You, just, you just heard this faint voice in the background sometimes. Yeah. I couldn't get rid of all of it. No, you can't. You can't. Did he like to do a noise sample on his voice and just noise juice him out? I tried. I tried. Have you ever tried doing that just for lols? <laughs> it, does, it really doesn't work, does it? Uh, good time. Right, so... I'll kick off. Um, so, last podcast, as we finished, um, you made a request. Yes. And the request was you wanted me to play Stardew Valley. Yes. Which, of course, you'd. Some no lot of people were obsessed with it, and you want to see someone who's actually got a bit of a farming background. Yep. Play it. Let's see what they thought of it. it, it was, it's basically uh, um, one guy's kind of remake so a retelling or a re-envisioning of Harvest Moon but with more shit in it yeah. which is pretty much his word his word it's, it's, that's not the blurb on Steam though is it near enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steam blurb I like Harvest Moon but more shit in it that's it yeah if I was writing the blurb that's what I'd say yeah honest blurbs that's it best selling game of, of whenever yeah. it came out yeah um, so I picked up played it um not, it's not very expensive. I got it for like six quid. Although I think it's north price is ten ninety nine, which like I think is a bit excessive for, to be honest. But mm-hmm. it is an indie title, though. It is an indie title, but still, it seems a bit excessive. Say that to Nintendo. We've <laughs> been milking Harvest Moon for years. <laughs> True. Um, and in it, you take on your idea. Basic idea is your dude and or chick or chick. Yeah, you're you're a person. Mm-hmm. And on his deathbed, your grandfather gives you a gift, and he says not to open it until you get really bored of life. Mm-hmm. And you get bored of life, and you open it. And I was expecting like some sort of suicide pill or something. <laughs> but that's fact, that's fact. It's deeds to a farm. So if you are like stressed out of life, that's exactly what you need—a big old farm to deal with. Mm-hmm. So you go down to the farm, you get a bus, you decide to quit your job and take over this farm, and you get bussed all the way there and dropped off, and you meet some of the villagers. And you get to this farm, it's all overgrown and stuff, and you're basically, the whole point of the game is to farm this land and, you know, hoe it up with an actual hoe. I was going to say, damn, man, we're going to turn it into a strip club right off the bat, dude. more money. Um, <laughs> yeah, do all that, basically plant, you plant seeds and so forth. And it's based on this yearly cycle, so you have seasons you know spring or summer autumn winter mm. but they all last a month and each month is 28 days right so a year is only what 120 days okay oh, 100 and 
112 days, yeah. Um, so yeah, and also and different things. So different things can only grow in certain parts of the year. So for example, um, see, so certain plants will only grow in one season or another. Mm-hmm. So you have to plant the right plants that season. And some plants will grow in like four days. Some plants will grow in ten. Some plants will grow and keep producing crops afterwards. Sure. And if you want to plant plants, you have to cultivate the source and with a hoe, and um, tool, not the person. Um, you can fertilize if you want. You then plant your seeds. You have to water the seeds every day, and then you harvest it all and you sell it. Um, if I'm honest, I didn't. I don't think it was bad, but I didn't think it was that marvelous. Mm-hmm. I thought it felt it felt very much like I thought I was playing a Facebook game. If I'm sure. honest, um, the sort of the way of it is because you have this energy mechanic. So every day you wake up at six a.m. No matter what time you go to bed, if you go to bed at you know, five o'clock in the afternoon or go up bed at 5am in the morning or three, two or three in the morning, you wake up at 6am. As, 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 as you do. You can't have a lay-in. Let's be fair, mate. We've both done that. Well, Stay yeah. up until about 2am. Got to get up at, you know, half past three to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Done that. Yeah, I have done that. Too busy so, playing Quake or Unreal Tournament. Yeah. So, or Melbourne Soul 3 in my case. <laughs> Um, so you get up and you start. I mean, the thing is, so the energy to so use energy up by doing things like hitting trees with your axe. Well, actually, it's just swinging the axe, and if you miss, you still use up some energy. Mm-hmm. Um, using an axe, using a pickaxe on what you use on rocks. Um, watering apparently takes a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of out of you. Well, hang on. You, let, let me test this. I need to water myself. Come yeah, on. come on. Okay, this is a full test. Ready? Oh shit, man, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I'm going to manage another one. I'll push through, though. Keep going. And the, the issue I have with it is that literally in about. I woke, she woke up at 6 a.m. By half seven, I'm knackered in game. So, like, <laughs> so you like that in real life, too? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. In some days, yes. And it's like, <laughs> oh my word, I'm, I'm, how can I be knackered? It's only been. It's an hour and a half, and already I'm tired out. Right. You can increase energy by, you know, you can make f- snacks up by combining things and crafting snacks, or you can cook food in the kitchen. Stuns and dirt. <laughs> you combine an acorn, a maple seed, and acorn and maple seed, and an oak. No, acorn is an oak seed. Something else. Mm. You combine them together, and that makes a field snack. Which gives you like 34 energy or 45 energy. Great. And, yeah, yeah. I think your energy is something like 300. Right. It seems to put up by about sort of a sixth to a quarter, roughly. So you put this energy up and you get, and then you can carry on. But you really don't get a lot for it. For, you know, you eat a snack. It's like you have to eat so many. I mean, in the course of the day, I've had so many chocolate bars to keep me going. You're a diabetic, yeah. I think it must be. You can go, you can <laughs> Maybe cook. that's why you're so tired. It must be. You can cook food. So that really irritates me. The whole energy mechanic really irritates me, particularly things like water. So I had 70 plants. 70 plants, okay. Mm. By the time I watered them all, I already used up like two thirds of my energy. It was ridiculous. It's just... Was there any particular reason as to why you had 70? Or like, do you not um, think that maybe you were over? Possibly. Well, no, I basically, I basically based on. This is the game inside me. Um, 
Seventies are funny. You weren't grinning. Looks one of the yes. <laughs> We well, so worked out. Obviously, the optimum is if you stay in the grid, you can then activate all eight spaces around you. Sure. So the obviously, so you, that's a grid of three by three, mm-hmm. and then plus your one status. It's not. So the obviously optimum setup is to do your fields in groups of threes. Sure. Because then you just have to do like three or four grids. Sure. And then down and freeze. And I think I got to, I signed up with 63 because it's, um, 63. And then I, but then I like to round numbers, so I went to 70. Oh dear. And then you order every day, and you know, admittedly, if it rains, you don't have to do that. If it rains, it's like three days. Well, if you're living in this country, yeah. No but after spending a whole month of just like planting crops, watering every day, and selling them, I mean, you only, you, get about, you make about 15 gold on them. What you want to call it? About 15 gold whenever you sell each plant. Mm. And higher value ones sell better. So if you fertilize, you get more high value ones that do sell better. You do make, you can make quite a bit of money off it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, God, this is a lot of effort. And we, so, I mean, eventually I was able to build a chicken coop. Mm-hmm. And I bought my first chicken for 80 gold, uh, 800 gold. Fucking hell. So yeah, it's, that's a that's a lot of wheat. I would hate to go to KFC in that place, mate. Bloody hell, you have to sell a lot of wheat, and you have to you name the chicken as well. I was like, well, I don't want to name the chicken; I might eat it later. Yeah, so when you name it, you can't eat it anymore. No, exactly. Um, unless you're Gordon Ramsay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I bought this got this chicken coop. Well, got someone to come build it for me. I couldn't build it myself. I had to hire someone to build it for me. I was like, oh, that's stupid. Can't be trusting you with hammering now, mate. But this is where it gets good. You have to. I I went to sort the chicken out and it says you need to feed the chicken with stuff from the grass mm-hmm. and you need a but you just do that you need a silo to store it in mm-hmm. so you can't just harvest some grass and give it to the chicken chickens don't eat grass anyway mm-hmm. they might nibble at it they don't really eat grass they eat chicken feed everybody knows that <laughs> and I thought okay I'll build a silo but you need like ten clay and like I've only found in all in like a whole month I found six so well, this is going to be good isn't it. And there's a mine, there's a mine in it, you can go down, you can explore, and you can go in there with your sword, you can give in a sword the first time you go in there, you can fight de- like little slimy monsters and sort of things and so forth, you can find them, you pick it, a bit like, a bit like, like, almost like Minecraft, you saw you then mine oh, your yeah, stuff sure. and you get stuff out and so forth, and I found myself doing that more and more and more, mm. you know, actually mining and, and going as mine, I thought... This isn't really a game about farming anymore. This is like a, video, a little, a slightly crappy adventure game. Sure. And because you've got more from doing that, and it's interesting to get the clay, it's like, this is, after about eight or so hours of playing this game, it's like, I can't take it anymore. Mm. I just can't get into it. I can't get the slow, the slow energy pace. It really pisses me off. That whole energy mechanic really irritates the hell out of me. Wouldn't mind if it lasted enough that you could, like, you know, work all morning. I yeah. could accept that. If you stop for lunch, I could accept that. Sure. When you only last an hour and a half. Well, I've just checked the two people I asked. So you played it for eight. My wife's played it for one hundred and eight hours. Fucking hell! Yeah, when Inky plays games, she really plays games. One hundred and eight hours. I just don't know how we could do that. I mean, it's a game that is okay to have on the background. Mm-hmm. And it, to be fair, well, it's quite well as a background game because it's one of those games that you can actually move the mouse out of the boundaries and like click on your desktop and do stuff and it'll pause and then you go back and click and it'll resume. Sure. So it's quite good for that, but I wouldn't have it on my PC. I might have it like on my um, tablet, mm-hmm. it, but I just got so fed up with it. Oh, and it's got so many, so many bugs with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're using your hoe, for example, your pickups, whatever, you have your mouse highlights the square. Mm-hmm. If you click the button, would you not assume? that it would hit that square. Yeah. It doesn't always. Sometimes we'll hit the square above it, 
or square net or square lights to the right. Is your count drunk? Possibly. But of course, but I mean, do you think without uses energy, you've just wasted energy hitting what I didn't want you to hit. And I knew what you wanted to hit. I was high on the square you had to hit, and you failed to do it. Is the uh, is the targeting square drunk? Possibly. It could be. They could both be drunk. No, that's just a, that's a disaster way yeah. to happen, right there. Yeah. And it's like with watering of your plants, for example. So your plants don't grow if you don't water them, right? Which is not how it works in real life. They don't grow if you don't water them. But with certain plants, like wheat, you can't, it's very hard to see if you've watered them or not because the ground changes colour. But when they're growing tall, you can't see, really see the ground. Sure. That's like, it's just, you know, every so often I've been infuriated by something. It's like, oh, really? Come on, that's... I've had enough of this table for it. Well, I know what game's getting all bad, but I'm actually still thinking, how can I hack this? That question, how well does it run on your 1070? <laughs> it runs... Well, it's, it's obviously got a frame rate cap on it, because it only runs at 60 frames per second. Sure. I'm guessing that's capped, because if my 1070 couldn't handle it faster than that, I'd be a little bit worried. But it looks good on ultra-wide. <laughs> that's quite good. But oh, it lo- loads really quickly as well. It's only a small game, though, isn't it, to be so fair? About, yeah, it's only a few hundred megs. Mm. It's a high level game. I mean, I can see how it's, it's a good, if it's a good fun distraction game. If you, if you don't mind, like, a game playing in the background, like, say you're watching TV, it's quite nice to have. And I've been binge watching Game of Thrones this week, because mm-hmm. I haven't watched it at all until sure. this week. I've been binge watching the catch ups. Um, Christ, you've managed to binge watch an entire, how many seasons? I'm on to season four now, so I've done through 33 episodes since sun, last Sunday. That's not, that's not a good binge. <laughs> I was hoping to be. A, well, you see, the trouble is, it's on limited time on, on the channel I'm using. It's on limited time on another nine days. So I've got nine days to watch the other 30 episodes. <laughs> so um, that's why I'm having to rush for it. Oh dear. Um, I mean, I'm quite enjoying Game of Thrones, but I've had Game of Thrones on one screen and Sardi Valley. It's like the total opposites. One screen is people having their tongues cut out, the other one, I'm looking after, I'm sort of stroking chickens and sort of going, oh, there's these town people as well to go visit the townspeople, you're meant to make friends with them. And it's like, you've got this all, like, sort of weird goings on in the town. Like, there's like, this new supermarket opened up, and there's these weird politics between the new supermarket and the little small supermarket and so forth. And I was supporting the local business, obviously, well, the big chain. Sure you were. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm, I'm always buying, I'm a food supplier from the big supermarket. I always buy from my local chain instead. Good man. Um, support them. Uh, but I was wrong. Got- I said earlier I hadn't played it before podcast. Played it for three minutes, which means I must have seen the title screen. You probably have. Well, it depends if you click new game or not. Oh, three minutes wouldn't have been long enough, I don't think. It's quite long. Oh no, I remember my granddad was dying. Yes, that's right. That was that's as far as I go. <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so there's a village nearby, mm. and you go to the vision. They over the course of a month they'll have events on that you can attend so that they have an Easter egg hunt and there's like, you know, you can all the kinds of things grown adults want to do. Well that's what I couldn't get. I went to the Easter egg hunt and but then all There the was kids... loads of people getting drunk and Well no, I went there and all the kids are looking really forward to doing the Easter egg hunt. I thought that's quite good, that's nice. And then they said, Show yourself the hunt, and yes, and all of a sudden I'm taking part in the hunt. I thought, hang on a second, I'm an adult here and all these little kids are about to take part in the hunt as well. I I feel like a Wally because I'm about to take part in this hunt. And B, if I win, I'm going to feel really guilty. <laughs> so I deliberately didn't win. I just stood there. 
it's like, I'm not taking part in this. I'm not. He stood I'm, there sobbing. No. Well, no. I thought, I could see what the eggs were. I thought, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to. I'm not going to make this. game. I'm not going to make these. I'm not going to make these children cry. And then the game says, well, we're not going to fucking go on until you get them. I was like, well, then yeah. no, I'll be sat here forever. Yeah. His PC's been sat there on the Easter egg hunt for That's the last, what the last like, hours have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Really, that doesn't make sense at all. I mean, why would I be involved in this? Why did I? I didn't even get the choice whether I wanted to be part of it. I had to be involved in it. And there's a dance, and it's an old girl. Maybe she goes dancing, you like invite us on the dance with you. So I walked to this random woman and said, Do you want to dance? And she said, No. And they were all like, Well, then fine, fuck it. Take yeah, flip. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to burn your house and I know where you live. <laughs> and you go, So yeah, I, I sort of. So I've, and there's all these birthdays, and it tells you what everybody's birthday is. It's like, Oh, you know, all the vegetables that I gave you earlier. Fuck yeah. You, yeah. you know those, that week I sold at exorbitant prices <laughs> yeah <laughs> tough I'm going to sell it to even more exorbitant prices next time <laughs> so I mean I just, the village stuff annoys me oh. it's like I don't want to be social with these people Inky admittedly Inky the wife said the exact same thing she said that she was kind of like happily farming away and all of a sudden she had to go to an event and she was like I don't want to and then the game said but it's there for you to unwind and she's like yeah I was happy farming yeah I, I, I've missed events because I, I can't be asked to do that events like your social events suck <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah I mean I went to, I mean it's all it did create sort of nice sort of theme part of the community when I went to one but and everybody does go to the tavern in the evenings so you can go to the tavern and sort of feel there but it's it has that issue where I think this is the thing of probably some of the Harvest Moon I've never played but I suspect and it's sort of a Japanese game for sort of adults and kids. Mm-hmm. Everybody's super happy to see you, apart from the one jerk. Mm-hmm. Everybody's really happy to see you, and all nice to you. And it's just all a little bit too twee, a bit too nice. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle this anymore. It's just too too sickly sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, to the good life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I sort of like... So, you know, every morning I get up at the moment, I'm going out watering my plants. At that point, I'm knackered. I mean, can't do anything. So then the Mate, shop. Your character is so actually. Well, no, the shops open to, and then the shops open to nine o'clock. So I just got to walk in town and stand around for half an hour, waiting for the shops to open. But I might go to a shop. College days, mate. Yeah, it does. <laughs> stand yeah. around, waiting yeah. And then, I mean, I might find, occasionally you might find like a little like orb, and you go and you can have it processed by the blacksmith, and he'll sometimes you'll find some new rare earth mineral, which you then go donate to a local museum, and then occasionally give you a reward of some seeds. So like, thanks. Thanks, Thanks for the seeds. I have money. You've got the super rare artifact. Thanks for the seeds. <laughs> yeah. How much um, is this worth? And some seeds. Yeah. And, and everybody keeps sending you messages like that. Actually, like jobs. Oh, can you? Um, I've lost my axe. Can you find my axe? Oh, I've lost my tra- my my. Well, they say pants, but trousers. Can you try and find them? For what have you been up to to lose your trousers? And I mean that's an open quest. That's been open for like a month and a half. I've not done anything with it yet. So he's really he must be, by now. If he's bought enough a pair. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, or he's just walking around the village. It's just the, ironic, the best part of the game is the the little little explore explore mine and have a bit of combat. And it's kinda of sad. That's like I thought it was gonna be a game about farming. Two D Skyrim. Yeah. And it's just oh just I s I must I've got s I was actually thinking I'm just gonna go play farming simulator after I just yeah, it's a game where <laughs> you actually do farming and you have tractors. Yeah, there's no tractors in it. I mean I've not even got the stage yet, I can afford it. want I've been waiting to buy a sheep. I can't even buy a barn to put the sheep in. Sheep don't even need a barn. They live outside all year round. Well, not in that game, No, they have to and the barn can hold four animals? 
No, I've some size of the bar in that game. That can easy. That's easily got a higher stocking ratio than that. And this is why I was getting annoyed. It's like, no, I've got more. I've got lots. I wanted to basically. I was. I thought I was going to be like set my whole farm. Because I wanted to be a sheep farm and just set the whole farm as like a big in pens. You know, put sheep there. Oh, bloody trees regrow. If you not cut them down, somehow these seeds are important. The trees start regrowing. If they go out again and come down again. Because I've done a full land cleanse. I've cleared my entire site. Everything's gone. I don't want... How I don't, regularly... How often do they... How long does it take them to come Well, out? they start growing sort of randomly. It seems to be randomly spawned seeds which start growing. They take about 28 days to get to full height if you don't come down early enough. Then as you change between seasons, it seems to randomly drop mm. like rocks and like wood logs and so forth and mm. over, over, the, over the areas and so you can go sort of cut them up and... Oh, I, just want, I, just, I want to keep my area pristine. Oh, and fences rock. It's like a wooden fence rots after like 20 days. Well, well, how it's a pretty sh- crap yeah. fence. Who's made this fence? I mean, Hopefully Ju- it's not the same woman that built your house. Where is it from? Juicens? I don't know. Who's yeah. made it? And it's like, oh, cry out loud. I mean, I, 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 you can't even repair them. You just have to like, get rid of it and build a new one. That's pretty it's like, that is pretty that is pretty it's like, oh, this mate just, I really pray that your your fence and your house are made out of different stuff yeah, <laughs> what's yeah. happened to my house oh, that's been 28 days don't worry about it I just built a new one yeah and oh, oh I've got a cat have you yeah the cat there's because uh, like almost obviously it's the Suffolk Grounds farm and on and on the Suffolk Ground no no on the Suffolk Ground the farm's called Rand Nerds Farm there you go. And I bought a cat, so we found this cat wondering about what should, do you want? So I said, yeah, what do you want? So I called it Bard. <laughs> <laughs> and sort of, and so, because I thought, well, he wanders about, occasionally turns up for something. I thought, well, that sounds about right. Rather uh, fitting. Yeah. So Bard wanders around meowing. I think he's playing, I don't feed him, but you know what? He can feed himself. He's a cat. He's, he's a working cat. He'll learn. He can go <laughs> catch mice. And I just, I just, Perhaps the game they created is not the game I want. I want a game where I actually have sheep. I can breed the sheep with rams, obviously. And <laughs> that'd be a very different game. And they have lambs, and I can sell. I can then get rid of lambs. I can sell lambs to slaughter and get rid of them all, make some money. And That's the have- game I want. <laughs> and piglets and raise piglets and sell them off to turn to hog roasts and put sausages and what have you. <laughs> but I don't think the game will let me do that. I have a feeling that I'm not going to be allowed to do that. It's going to be like, oh, cows produce milk. Sheep produce wool, chickens produce eggs. It's like, yeah, but yes, they just produce meat. They live forever. No, man, everyone... everyone I is... want to set a battery farm, and I can't do it. It's really irritating. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. It's oh, not fair. How am I supposed to run the most Where's my, I mean, in Minecraft, I had a commercial pig unit in Minecraft... You know, I'd literally had you know pens full of pigs, and I was like, "By the way, new Minecraft server up." Just figure out what happened. Oh great! Oh good! I can start land clearance and build. I remember doors. when you did that last time. You happened to pick an area right by my fucking house. So I was just like, hey, did, did, did. "No one's touched this area," because I'm like, "What the fuck did they find me?" <laughs> <laughs> There's this massive farm there. I was like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, I just my little that. shack in the middle of nowhere, nice and nice and happy. And all of a sudden, it's like you walk outside. There's a massive development. It's like all of a sudden, the sun no longer comes through I one window. Smoothed over like an entire. I mean, literally, like if the mountains are hidden away, it got smoothed because I only put sheep on it. Needs nice flat ground. I literally just worked my way you through. You said that to Minecraft sheep. They climb fucking mountains, mate. They are. No, my it. sheep aren't allowed to do it. 
They're not allowed. <laughs> if you told them, yeah. no. <laughs> well, they're fenced in, no. so they can't escape. And I had lots of sheep. I had lots and lots of sheep, and I used to go and feed them wheat, and they'd all have, they'd, they'd have sex and produce a little baby sheep that would grow up, and then I'd cut this. Well, the trouble is, I used to, I felt so bad in Minecraft, because you can't, Easily slaughter a sheep. You can't like stun it first. You just have to whack him with the sword. <laughs> or just punch it. So face. the first time I sort of grew my my flock up and I got like quite a few, and I thought I better start taking some of these out for me. So I built a little handling system and I sort of shuffled them into the hands of clothes off, and I made like one small person that couldn't get very far. And I just went with a sword. I thought this feels wrong. <laughs> I'm about to harvest my. <laughs> I might start harvesting shit. This is this is not how it's done in reality. It's nicely done in reality, and it's like this. I'm pretty sure the the, the sword method is not what most sword houses use. I couldn't do it after that. I couldn't do couldn't do it anymore. So I'm just gonna let the sheep live forever. I'm just gonna just keep expanding, give more space. I'm just gonna keep. So eventually, my plan was to take off the whole Minecraft server. Yeah. You're just going to come, on my plan was, you're going to go for like, not use it for like a week, and you're going to come back in your house and just be, you just go at your house and there'll just be sheep all around you. So, well, that's pretty much how it fucking was. And then Inky figured out where I was, and there was this massive lava mountain that her and the kids were making, and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to have to go fucking move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did, I remember building my underground lair in my first Minecraft. So, like, first thing you do in Minecraft is, you just get in Minecraft, the first thing you do is, well, if you're me, it's just aim at the floor and start digging down, mm-hmm. and just see how far can you go. And you can go pretty far until you fall out the world, until you fall through the world. <laughs> so I made um, my I made a underground. I sort of dug down, and then I realised, oh, I'm, no, actually, I was dug down about three steps, and I just fell through into this massive canyon. <laughs> no fall down, it's in explore mode, so there's no fall down. Now at the bottom, it's like I just looked up at the the, the sort of sunny sky above me, thought, hmm. I need to work out how to get out of here. I've just cocked that up. <laughs> yeah, so I'd start sort of making my way around and starting to dig my way up and sort of crawling my way out bit by bit by bit by bit. And eventually got to the surface and I thought, well, as it's there. Oh, I did actually turn into the sea at one point. I had to quickly plug it with some soil. <laughs> it's like that's boring. Yeah, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I just, I'll just put some soil in there, plug that up. Oh, um, yeah. Then I built my cloud city. So I just went up and I went above the surface of the clouds and built Cloud City. But I want to have a little execution point. So, as you do. Cause you, as if, you do. If you're going to have like a big Cloud City, you've got to have some sort of... So I made a tunnel. I went all the way down to the ground, through the ground, into the Nomad, into the into the outside the realm of the game. Yeah. My fear being, if I, it's someone I didn't like, I just pushed them down to watch them fly in the tunnel forever. I tested it on a duck. As you do. So as you got, do. As you got to do. Because so, ducks are really moving, so they flap very slowly as they go down. They, sort of, they just drop very slowly, but they flap the whole way down. So I just pushed down this tunnel, and it was literally about a good minute before he went out, before he disappeared. You just stood there, I just imagine, just like... You just look like one of them council workers that are digging a hole in the road. They're like, oh, there's like six <laughs> of them. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that's what council are doing? Are they actually just digging all the way down until they go through the, to the base of the planet? Is it? And everybody Mate, just... no, 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 no. That's a council worker, mate. <laughs> they can barely get through the first layer. Like, perhaps, but perhaps it's all, that's a cunning deception. Perhaps they all say they can't do that far, but actual fact, all the council workers are actually Minecraft players. That's it. All that's why. Right. Do you ever see the same council worker twice? No, because they've all fallen through the section, through the. <laughs> that's it. They've <laughs> all gone out of bounds. That's it. They're done. They're done. They've gone through the bedrock. That's it. They're done. Yeah. So, just the way you explained it, and the way you were kind of looking down at the flapping duck, I just thought that's a council worker trick. Eh? Yeah. There's like, like six of them. 
staring at a hole it's like yeah mate you can keep staring at it all day it's still a hole as a fact I would say Minecraft is the better farming simulator than it's a better simulation of sort of farming than Stardew Valley so actually I would say buy Minecraft over Stardew Valley now you have to play Terraria yes I might have to give that one go yes you do because you can dig down to hell awesome that was amazing me and Inky used to make you know we say you'd, you'd fell through the world yeah we did that too um, we dug down to hell, fell through a massive uh, through a massive pit, and then we made a elevator. So we dug we dug that right. So what we did was we dug straight down to hell, and then poured water in the bottom. And because like for some reason, if you hit water, you don't die. So you could fall thousands of feet, and then just go bloop, into this little like Minecraft does that as well. And so you're just like yes, I'm not dead. So that was our elevator. You couldn't go back up. That you can easily get that. That to hell was going to be my original version of my death my death drop. I was going to try and like, you know you can like make trapdoors with that um, redstone stuff. Mm. I was going to try and make it so there's like a little pool of water at the bottom and like mm. a little trapdoor. And if you want, if your person was to die, I'd close a trapdoor so you'd hit hard something solid. Mm-hmm. If it was to survive and just be imprisoned forever, I'd open it. So you just fall down, just end up just, you go in this infinite tunnel and land up in some water and just look up at, oh, bollocks. <laughs> the only trouble was I could never figure out how would I confiscate people's axes and pickaxes. Mm. Because the trouble is, in Minecraft, if you have a pickaxe, nothing really stops you. Anyway. Even if I like with a obsidian. My house was made out of obsidian in the end. I played with really bad people. I was trying to set fire to my house. Once upon a time, my house was made of wood. And then for some reason, we made a lava swimming pool. <laughs> not a good idea. <laughs> no, not a good idea in that house. Just just throwing out there. Also, uh, castle. let's see. Farms are stressful. And certain strippers only show on different seasons, right? And um, apparently, Sorry, from about Stardew Valley here. Apparently so. And um, apparently, I don't play games, which is true. I don't play games. No. So you know. Well, yeah. In for a surprise. And why have I been stuck in that pose? Because reasons. Because delay plus bad internet connection. Apparently. Yeah. Are we, st- are we still good? We're still good. We're still That's- good. Except I'm now stuck in a yes pose. Yeah! Or saying, or, 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 or trying to beat me in the head with a can. Or I'm saying, smell my armpit. Which you might very well be. Who knows? Smell my armpit. Sniff. That is literally post. Sniff. <laughs> <laughs> I demand you sniff. Good times. Uh, well, we know everything's working, just the stream isn't, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> just the important bit isn't yeah. working. That's fine. It's all right. So, so Stardew Valley game of the year. I would say, I would say seven out of ten. Sure. That's possible. I've played three minutes of it. I'm clearly an expert. Yeah, it's just... It's... I, I don't... I can't quite see why boys got mad over it. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, I think on Steam, it's something like, like 10 out of 10 or it, something. It's um, overwhelmingly positive. I was checking whilst you were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. and I just... Well, the thing is, though, Steam, I wouldn't... Steam is just up and down, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. I mean, people... The thing is, that you don't... I think most people are going to just like it. Sure. They're going to strike it there. Very I mean, if I, if, if I had to give a review, positive. it would be a thumbs up. It would be a thumbs down. I mean, let's have a look. Recommended, recommended, recommended. How many people, where are all the people that don't? Oh. You have to stunt if you take to show by negative reviews. Wow, okay. There's not that many negatives in the So there's uh, 61,000 positives, 1,000 negatives. So let's play for half an hour. Two hours. Time. Grind is real. Poverty is real. 
10 to 20 hours of gameplay to start finding interesting and or profitable things to do. Yeah, that sounds right. But it does feel very much like it's a mobile game. At any point, I was waiting for the microtransactions to pop up and say, do you want to, you know, you run out of energy, click here to buy, you know, to, to now buy energy units. <laughs> to buy Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if I hadn't got for six quid, I'd be a bit annoyed with it. Sure. I, I, probably, I wouldn't have paid the £10 for it, to be fair. I wonder if... Um, Terraria is only seven quid. Just throwing that out there. Minecraft mm. is twenty. So, I still think Minecraft. I recommend Minecraft over Stardew Valley. Sure. Because I know so Minecraft, you can build the farm exactly as you want it. You can do pretty much whatever you want in Minecraft. So. Yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, far better farming simulation. Yes, you ain't got. Uh, yes, you ain't got the people in it. You ain't got the sort of villages. You have got villages, but you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh yeah, definitely Minecraft. Minecraft all the way. Right, so, Skaz. Yes. What have you been doing? I've been playing Stardew Valley. That's three minutes. <laughs> yeah, and after you played those three minutes... Right, I was supposed to be playing Stardew Valley, but I had other more important things to do, like not play Stardew Valley. So, I've been waiting for a long old time for a game on Nintendo Switch. In fact, it's... It's now officially the only game I own on Nintendo Switch because I got my Nintendo Switch just for this game. So how many Nintendo Switches do we now own in this house? Um, this is our, wait, one... It was three. No, the third one is boxed up for my youngest son's birthday. So we have three. Um, we might have four. Um, you never know. Might, I might want to build a house out of <laughs> Nintendo Switches or, or something like that. Do you remember that old that old video that was used to go around on the internet? Well, you know, you have such and such, but I have three PlayStation 3s. I'm getting like that with Nintendo yeah, Switches. Yeah, only two of them, only one of them was working. That's it. You guys have no Nintendo Switches. I have three. <laughs> Seen before. There you go. Seen before. If you're right, the price is going up in the UK. Most likely. <laughs> and he complains about, you know, scalpers. He's worse. He buys them all and doesn't sell them on. That's it. Mine. <laughs> my toys. My precious. <laughs> Stop like licking Nintendo Switches in the morning. Yeah. I'm not licking the cartridges, but the consoles. Right. Have they got? Have they got um, like taste thing bobs on them as well to stop you? Yeah, that's console. it. Like stop licking my console. Yeah, it's like licking. Bitter rises on them. Isn't it? The, that's the like the same stuff they put on Nintendo Switch cartridges. The same stuff they put in uh, meth, methylated spirits. Is it methylated spirits the ones that... <laughs> Denatured alcohol. Yeah, I don't know what methylated spirits are, but I'm, I'm, I'm not where they actually put anything in it to sort of make it bitter. Yeah, they do. So you're not supposed... Because they try to discourage you from drinking it. Yeah. Among other things they yeah. put in it. But yeah, that, that is actually the same stuff they put in it. They could put cyanide in it. That would really discourage you from drinking it. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. But either way, same stuff. Um, yeah. So the... So Splatoon 2 was coming out. Believe it or not, it's the sequel to Splatoon 1, the game that came out two years ago on Wii U. A game that completely came out from nowhere. We Everyone watched the E3 trailer for Splatoon 1 all those years ago. When I first watched it, and I remember talking about it um, a long time ago on the podcast, the trailers in that looked like absolute shite. It was like, oh, you know, neat, kind of jumpy, roundy, kiddie fun you know, game, but eh, not really my kind of groove. And it wasn't until there was a global test fire that came out, which was the kind of server stress tests, mm. uh, that I was like, oh, okay, I'll have a go. This is free. 
it was amazing. And then I became addicted to Splatoon. And it looked fun when you when I came out here and you played fired it up. It must have, it did look quite fun. It's absolutely absolutely brilliant. You can it, sometimes it can be really serious. It's okay. So Splatoon 2's first Splatfest happened on the fifteenth, and a Splatfest is um, a two team event where you make a vote. So like I don't know uh, the one that happened the kind of trial Splatfest was. Uh, what's your favourite, cake or ice cream? And then you choose, you, do you want to be team cake or do you want to be team ice cream? And then uh, they set it into stages. So you have um, whoever, which team won through votes and then which team won through battles. So team cake will then fight in a series of battles with uh, with with uh, you know, team ice cream or whatever. And then whoever wins, stuff happens, I guess. You get points and rewards. Um, that came out played it I had to get a Switch just to play that I had to I just wanted to it was a Splatfest so Splatoon is a third person um, really kind of kiddie link friendly shooter whereby the object of the game isn't to kill your opponent it is to cover the arena's floor in your team's mm. coloured ink territory control basically yeah and uh, so you can kill your opponent because as you kill, as you shoot your opponent, when they die, they explode in a shower of your team's color. So they'll cover the immediate area around where they died from your team's color. Um, you could literally run around the map avoiding enemies the entire time and just cover the floor and still win. In fact, we had a couple of matches today where we won by one or lost by point one percent. Like, literally, you could throw a grenade at the end of the match. Is the happy cat still in it? Yes, uh, Judd. Judd now has a kitten as well. Oh. So, Judd and Judd Jr. So, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Um, so, we've got new levels. We've got new weapons. New characters. Kind of new story. Um, I haven't actually played the story yet. There's, it almost seems like they've recycled the story from Splatoon 1... Because we all know how totally not popular the Wii U was. So... The Wii what? Yeah, that's it. You know? Um, but that's it. I, I, I found that a lot of people, they'd never played Splatoon 1 going into the first Splatfest. So they weren't, they weren't, they weren't really playing the game how they should have done. They were playing it like a Call of Duty game or like a, a, an arena shooter where they were okay. trying to just kill each other and then wondering why they were losing. It's like, well, because the end of the game was to cover the floor or not... Yeah. Uh, not um, I think more battlefields territory control than so the whole get whole map is a territory. Yeah, pretty much the whole map's a control. Point. Although you do have territory control in Splatoon, as in the specific areas of the map that you have to you have to take, but that's in ranked matches after level ten. So standards of turf war, that's the entire map. Then you have um, after level ten, you get ranked matches, which go into uh, you've got capture the flag. Which isn't actually capture the flag, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, the object is to move this item from the middle of the map into the enemy zone, or you have like territory control where a certain area of the map is flagged up, and then whoever gets the dominating uh, color in that zone for the time limit gets that zone, and then you move on to the next part of the map. Um, then there is salmon rush, which is basically uh, horde mode. So enemies just fucking keep pouring at you, and you guys have to you have to try and. Uh, push back the enemy whilst collecting certain items and once you get a certain amount you win the so game. So is that presumably against AI? Yeah. Yeah. 
So you can get like teams together to, to, to do that and you can get rare items and stuff. You have a single player campaign, as I say, but I haven't really played that. That'll probably only last for about four hours. Um, then you'll have Splatfest and things like that. Do you think single player, doing a single player campaign is there to teach you how to play the game, do you think? Um, well, Splatoon 1, that wasn't really the case because you were just given one weapon and a handful of grenades, whereas Splatoon actually has quite an arsenal of, of stuff that you can play in, in the in the different multiplayer modes or in the in the uh, you know the online uh, modes. Yeah. So they didn't really that had nothing to do with covering the ground. That was just completing little objectives. So like uh, uh, each level, you would have to find a zapfish. So that at the end of the level was a captured zapfish. You had to get past all of the enemies and get to the... You wouldn't even have to necessarily kill all of the enemies unless you had to unlock keys or or um, warp points or super jumps, as they're called. You could literally just run past them all and get to the zapfish and win. Uh, so that doesn't really teach you how to play play the turf wars or anything like that. Um, but the the stories, you know, always fun little gimmicky stories, nothing really uh, heavy, really kid-friendly, big boss battles and, 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 and bits and bobs like that. Controls are pretty neat. Music's really nice. Um, just a really fun and friendly game. It has had a bit of controversy, though. Uh, Splatoon 1 had the same problem. It's a multiplayer game with no voice chat. Splatoon 1 had no voice chat in it at all. And people were like, oh, but how are you supposed to play competitively without voice chat? You can beacon out when you're in the game, so like, come here, or the enemies are over here, or... Oh, no, it's part of the game. You have to sort of, like... Yeah, well, in Splatoon 1, you could look at the, the screen on the Wii U gamepad, and it would have a map. And it would you could obviously then see where the teams were currently focusing, because it would be real-time update in whatever colour. And you could actually tap players' names to, to super jump to where they were on, on the map. Can't do that in Splatoon 2. No, no, uh, no screen, have you? You have to access a map. That's one of my gripes. You have to press a button to stop yourself from moving about to access a map to then move a cursor around to get to where you want to do yeah. super jump. You can't actually... You can very quickly look at a map. It's not really a glance. It kind of breaks your momentum as, as you don't... You, you can't keep moving and avoid being killed. Mm. Uh, in Splatoon 2 by you know, checking the map regularly. Uh, but they didn't have voice chat. My lot have never had an issue with it not having voice chat. It's a kid-friendly game. You always have assholes in voice chat. No big deal. Probably because it's more theme the long one. For sure. Now, the Switch version doesn't have it, but everyone's like, but it's 2017, and the Switch is basically an Android uh, tablet, so why haven't we got voice chat? Like, it's got a microphone well, port on the top. So it's like the game about it. There you go. They don't want it to have it in there. So. Well, it, but the, here's the thing. It does have voice chat in it, but you have to have a mobile phone app to go with it. So the voice chat is... You can do it on... So what happens is you have the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch online app on your phone. You plug that into um, a headset through a, like a dongle, which then plugs into the top of the Switch. So you then have the game, the game sound going through the headset and then your microphone going into the phone. Or something to that effect. But I don't know. It's a weird way to do it. Sure. I haven't got the, the dongle thing, so I don't 
use it. And everyone's like, but if you if you minimise the app, then it kicks you out of the lobby or disconnects you from the chat. It does seem a bit of a bizarre way to do it. Sure. But then here's what I'm saying. Someone put, oh, you can't play the game properly without it. Yeah, you can. We've been, I've been playing it for the last like day and a bit. No problem without voice chat. Or you could do what some of my lot have been doing, which we've been doing for a long time now. Skype, TeamSpeak. Skype, TeamSpeak, Discord. Discord. Yeah. Discord runs on your fucking phone. It sits in your pocket. No big deal. Yeah, but if I use the online app, you have to have the screen on and it drains my battery in like an hour. Get Discord, put your phone to sleep in your pocket. No big deal. Voice chat works just fucking mm. fine. Not a problem. Stop complaining. Yeah, but I don't want people to join my like, Discord group or whatever. I just want to have it automatically put me into chat with my teammates. <sighs> Stop whining. Yes, just please. get off of it. Just play the fucking game. Okay. You don't need it. We will kick your asses fucking, I don't know, nine times out of ten. The one time that you do win is because we're bored of kicking your ass. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much, that's the main. So, three questions. Hmm? Um, weapons because last game you had like a normal gun like mm-hmm. machine gun you had like a roller mm-hmm. um, missile launcher or some description or grenade launcher or something uh, let me think you had the blaster which was like a, a big paintball thing and you had a sniper rifle didn't you mm-hmm. yes so what not new stuff have you got on this one you have the same weapons as before Yep. But you now have dualies, which are dual pistols that you can initiate a dodge with, not just the. Can you jump on. sideways in slow motion? Not in slow motion, but yes, you can jump sideways. Good. Pitch. So um, that's like that's the main trick of the dualies. All of the specials, um, like the killer whale and um, giant kind of um, speaker that would fire across the map, the bubble shield. Um, oh fuck! What else was there? They're the new ones that really mattered. <laughs> every, every, every other, like, well, because I only ever used the bubble, and the killer whale was the only other one that really got on my nerves. Um, there, there are others, but fuck them. Um, they've changed all of the special weapons for all of the all of the the, the guns, or you've got the kind of up to date equivalent, like the killer whale, that was uh, the, the huge speaker that would fire through walls across the map. Um, that is now the stingray, which is just a smaller kind of area of effect, movable version of the killer whale. I don't like it. It's annoying. It sounds like crap. Um, the bubble has been changed to ink armor, which is nowhere near as good as the bubble, but the ink armor is given to everyone on your team rather than just people in, in your immediate area. So if I if I bubbled up to use a shield, if I then went over to your character and touched your character, you would then get the shield on my team as long as I still had mine. Uh, whereas ink armor, no matter where I am on the map, if I initiate ink armor, you get it briefly too. From what I understand, um, are there any other new weapons that I can think of? Not really. No. It's Question. just really all sub weapons and specials. That are different. Question two: mm. Cake or ice cream? I went team ice cream. Oh yeah. My my. See, if I was going to ask me that, I'd say what type of cake, what type of ice cream. See, there you go. There you go. That's important information. You no. Know. Right. Question three: Did you have this digitally or physically? Physically. Right. Did it get here with no issues? No issues. It actually arrived on time, not a problem. Okay. Although, so... uh, not actually entirely true. There were pre-order bonuses, apparently, and I didn't get mine. However, uh, Chalky, um, who's been on the podcast before, he didn't pre-order, walked into the store, and was given the pre-order bonus. 
Um, which kind of wound me up a bit. And he realised that wound me up a bit. And he's not really as big of a fan of Splatoon as I am. Because he'd never played the, the first game. He actually came round the day that he bought the thing and gave me his pre-order bonus. Oh, that's nice. So, so, well, so no driver kidnaps. You didn't, nope. you didn't lose it on the way here. Perfect. Cool. Awesome. I really like the game because literally it came out yesterday. I got it yesterday afternoon. I let my son have the first go on it, which meant he played it most of the day. Um, and then I probably put in somewhere between six and eight hours on it already. Which for me is that's a lot of gaming. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that, that's probably like a year's worth of gaming right there. But I've really enjoyed it, and the idea that I can take Splatoon and I, you know, I can either play it on the TV or I can take it out with me is brilliant. It's got um, a land mode, so you can do a wireless land or um, a wired land. It's got uh, four spots per team plus two for spectators, um, which is cool. Yeah. So, um, Obviously, trying to sort of encourage people to actually record matches, edit matches to go and actually create like Amazon. And actually, Aussie seems to be trying to encourage people to actually turn to a, well, I don't use the word e-sport, but, you know, sure, a similar sure. sort of like encourage team. From what I understand, place. Nintendo have already had a tournament for their kind of um, fantasy fighting game arms. Have you, have you seen that with the one where the characters are basically... Have you seen Wii Sports Boxing? Yes. Imagine that with... More kind of um, more depth, yeah. Uh, in that the characters have kind of springy arms, and you can um, more spring. Yeah, it's just weird. I can't really explain it, but that apparently had a tournament. Splatoon may have tournaments. It actually has a tournament and league mode in the game now. Uh, it just sounds like that's what they're going to try and do, and actually push into that respect with having spectator mode. Because we were discussing poor podcasts. You know, the few games I know that did that was um, Emmy Tochi Quake Wars. Mm-hmm. Spect- you could join us as a spectator mm-hmm. and it seems to be a base to try and encourage people to sure because then you can fly around the map and, and, and look at certain focus on certain characters and things mm-hmm. like that you're you almost can. like a ghost character won't you that you could just yeah drift about yeah not entirely sure how it works on Splatoon because when you're playing it online you don't actually get access to the spectator slots which is a tad annoying uh, if, yeah if, if, if you're trying to join it so let's say you already joined a team and I try to join uh, your game so I go to the friends mode and say join the next lobby that you have an available spot in it won't actually let me spectate the match it will just literally put me on a coloured background with a timer on it saying yeah you've got three minutes left right it's tad annoying but then like I said the, the games are only three minutes apart yeah so it's not that big of a deal yeah um, it's a really nice little pick up and play game um, and I kind of hoard out I went a bit hardcore yeah if you notice over there there's the green and pink case yeah, that's, that's the that's the Splatoon two case. So oh, right, yeah. See that green and pink control pad on the floor there. Just that. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the Splatoon two control pad. It comes with a control pad. Um, well, I paid the extra for the control pad in the case. And you see the Joy Cons there. I've got yellows on mine. Yeah. Uh, those will be green and pink Splatoon two uh, Joy Cons uh, next time we come around the podcast. Just to say that I'm a fan of Splatoon two. Well, let's put it this way: if I had the if I had the frames, there would be uh, Splatoon uh, pictures on the wall. In fact, the background of my laptop is a Splatoon backdrop. Go on, don't get that, that background up. Hang on, show it to the camera. Well, I can't exactly see because there's stuff in the way. But where are we? And there's a delay. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, Callie and Marie, the Squid Sisters from Splatoon. One. They look slightly disturbing. 
Yeah, because they're supposed to be squids. <laughs> but still. Um, they're not in Splatoon 2, which is another one of my kind of annoying little gripes. They've yeah. been changed. Those are, like I said, they're the squid sisters. In Splatoon 2, you have Off the Hook, which are kind of a, a rap group. Right. I don't... The main character, one of the main characters, her name is Pearl, and I really fucking hate Pearl. And when it came to Splatfests, um, each one, the Squid Sisters would choose a side. So, like, let's say a cake versus ice cream. The Squid Sister Callie might choose cake, and Marie might choose ice cream, and that was kind of clear which one they liked uh, when they announced the event. Pearl and Marina didn't make it clear which side they wanted, but I, I was sure... I was going to pick the one that Pearl didn't like. So if Pearl liked ice cream, I wouldn't have picked ice cream. Because I hate Pearl. She's a piece of shit. I hope she dies. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't like Pearl. What I've been saying about a kid-friendly game, I hope oh, that there is dies. Right, for, for all of the people um, who have played Splatoon with me over the last few days, there's nothing kid-friendly when my lot get in that game. <laughs> Uh, this is why I didn't have voice comms. Yeah, that pretty much. <laughs> oh dear. No, actually, I'd say we're all pretty friendly, to be honest. And we even let um, we've even said like cause a few people. We said, even say nice things to noobs. Well, yeah. and occasionally don't swear at them. Yeah, you fucking not piece of shit. God damn it. Now we're actually we're actually quite friendly online. Um, we've been encouraging people to come and play, uh, and a few people during the Splatfest said, you know, could their kids play? Because um, they had no one to play with, and we said, "Well, yeah, sure, they can, they can come in and play, and we'll, they can come and join our team, and we'll, we'll look after them, I guess, in game, stop them from getting ruffled by." I thought in game we're like sort of the cream of nannies. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We are the babysitters. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, yeah. if your if your kid comes back to you saying, "Motherfucker, I'm going to kill you," not my problem. <laughs> Didn't do it. Wasn't me. Didn't say it to him. It was Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It was Metal Meister. <laughs> yeah, Metal Barster. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Anything else on Splatoon 2? Um, no. I can't really organise my thoughts with it because it's such a chaotic game and I've literally burnt so much time over the last two days playing it. Like, that's it. I just can't wait for the soundtrack mm. to come out. <laughs> I can't. Oh, dude, I've got the soundtrack on my MP3 player for Splatoon 1. <sighs> Would you believe I like Splatoon? Yeah. Well,. I'm playing another game. Oh, yeah. So today, I was like, I was thinking, I really should give Stardew Valley another game so I could talk about the podcast, but I really can't face that. So <laughs> just, I just in case I hadn't played anything. Yeah, so I thought, I'm just going to put, just, I want to play some of the game I want to play for a while. So I've been playing a game called The Long Dark. All right. Now, it's a survival game. Mm. Um, so we're used now to these sort of survival games. They've been quite been fashionable the last few years, so Ark and... Um, Subnautica, Barb played, and sort of Ser- Serbian hunted sort of a survival game. Got survival mm-hmm. elements to it. Stalk is a bit like that as well. Got survival elements to it. Sure. Um, but Long Dark is probably, of all the ones I've played, it's probably the hardest one I've played. By far the hardest one I've played. Um, it's on your wish list. Is it? Yes. There's a lot of games on my wishlist. To be fair, yeah, nearly every game on Steam's on your wishlist. Yeah. I will have every game on Steam at one point. (laughs) I've been calling game. I've been calling Gabe. I've been like, dude, been calling. (laughs) Yeah. Get all my games downloaded, please. Um, So, Gabe, can I have a server, please? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, it's set in um, Canada. It's on Linux. (gasps) Oh, when that's on sale, I'm getting that. 
Add to cart. Dink. <laughs> it is quite expensive. It is twenty six twenty seven pounds for an early access game. Did you get that? Did you get it on sale? Or discount. Or? Yeah, to sale. It is quite one of the early access games are now on sale. Yeah, it's pretty bad, huh? Yeah. So, oh, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah I've seen this. So, say in Canada, you basically there's this a geomagnetic event. So basically, the last minute poles all have problems, mm-hmm. and you're. Cra- is this the one where it starts where you're driving somewhere? No, your plane crash lands. Oh, okay, cool. So you literally you start the game in the middle of a snow. Well, if you play sort of fault settings, as it were, you start the game in the middle of a snowy wooded area, mm-hmm. and from that point on, you basically have to explore and find out. But because it you're on the sort of hills of Canada, it's freezing cold. Uh-huh. So from the moment you get there, you're starting to freeze to death. Um, you've got it's a good s- motivator, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, the, but I've actually played it. I've played three sessions, which I haven't survived through because it's, it's a game. Once you die, you that's it. Game over. Sure. You're gone. You're no finished. Retries. No retries. Um, no source. There's no saves coming. It deletes your save, and it's over. That's hardcore permadeath. Yeah, permadeath in it. Um, so the first time I played it, I wasn't quite sure what I was doing. You know, the first one was experimenting, messed it all up, and I died within about... I felt froze to death within the first or eight hours. So the second time I played it today, mm. the second time I played it, so I knew a bit more what I was going to do. So immediately, I start exploring this terrain. It's just in the middle of this is big, woody area terrain. It's beautiful. It's a, It's very stylistic, so it's really quite basic graphics. The... You know, all graphics are quite sort of simple. It's, you know, the trees are just brown with some woody textures. Mm-hmm. The snow is just white. But it's somehow really atmospheric. Mm-hmm. It does feel... The sound is brilliant. The sound is awesome. You know, the very snow crunchy walking along. The little does as well. Because as you get more gear and it loads up and you get sort of loaded up with more gear, mm-hmm. you'll start you'll, you'll start hearing like clunking and clinking like you've got a backpack full of stuff. So the following is pretty good then. Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, really good. Really, it really sells it. You can just tell how much you're carrying from it. I just want to throw out there. Apple, sort out the system requirements for your games, for Christ's sakes. Cool. Um, so, start the game, learn this thing, and I immediately still start walking. And I found these train tracks. Mm. I thought, they must lead somewhere, so I start to follow them, um, walking along. And not before long, I'm starting to get messages, you know, you're getting very cold. Mm. Yeah, a little heat symbol comes up and it's showing that it's... Is, is this like using the same kind of GUI as um, Arc? It's not yeah. just not running the same... Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's burning Unity. I was going to say, because there, there were so many games that came out where um, they were basically variants on Arc. Do you, like, have you, do you know, seen yeah, I've... That, I've um, oh, you're cold, oh, you've pissed yourself. Oh. Yeah, but to be fair, it's a survival game, so they sure. all tend to across the same territory but it's like almost that's, like the UI just seem to be the same you know yeah I mean? yeah but there's only so many ways there's only so many efficient ways you can tell the information mm. it's about saying you know all first person shooters and their ammo cameras on the screen mm. it's, there's only so many ways you can tell the information sure and so I walk around I get a little symbol that shows the little temperature gauge dropping you've got a little temperature gauge which basically drops as you get colder and colder mm. and not before long it's message on the screen you're dying for hypothermia you've got hypothermia it's about to say you need to sort of get warm otherwise you're going to die it's like, oh, great. So I keep walking. I'm off these trainers. I realise, because basically it's got this, you get wind chill factor in there as well as ambient air. Sure. Because the trainers are so exposed, you get into the wind chill. So I decide to sort of start walking across into these woods areas. So I start working across these wooded area, And I find myself above a river, frozen river. And I'm thinking, why? Okay, river. There's river 
odds are someone's going to have a cabin along the river. So if I follow the river, I might find something. But obviously I'm now up top of like this long hill, like sort of mountainy bits, and that's quite long now, so I'm sort of very carefully sort of dropped down. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw I miss, I think, oh, blast, I'm going to take some health damage here. Oh, no. I take health leg. damage, I have to get a sprained ankle. Oh. Which means I can't sprint anymore. Oh. Now, it will get better by itself. Mm. Or I can take I can take painkillers for it. But it doesn't make it seem to make any difference if you take painkillers or not. It doesn't seem to like, cure it quicker. It just seems to... You can if you want to. Otherwise, it'll get better by itself. Which mm. makes sense to sprain the ankle. Sure. So I'm now dying. I'm now gradually getting more and more hypothermic. Mm. And I've got a sprained ankle. I've managed to find a couple of train carriages and picked up a couple of... Like some, I managed to find some wood and some bits and pieces, but I've nothing to burn them in. So I keep following this thing and gradually getting you know, my hyperfermis getting my chance hyperfermis getting up to like sort of fifty one percent. It's like okay, this is getting desperate now. Finally, I come out this sort of mouth this this river into this massive lake and I see huts. Mm. I think, oh, I'm saved. So I make my way to I sort of limp my way to the first hut, get in there, and. It's a little fishing hut, ice fishing hut. There's like a little point where people would use fish ice, but it's got a stove in it, which means heat. Sure. So, now, you can light a fire in this game, and you've got a choice. You can either use an exervent or not. So, if you use an exervent, like lighter fluid, you're guaranteed to light the fire. Mm-hmm. If you don't, there's this moment, this animation of you sort of basically... It's, it's all done with like these little timers. So, whenever you like search something, this little timer circle appears, and it gradually rotates round as you search it. Same with, like, you know, if you eat something, it takes a few seconds for you to open. Um, it's quite in-depth, so like, say, if you have a can of food, you have to smash it open. Sure. And that takes time. Then once you smash it open, you eat it, and you lose some if you smash it open. Whereas, if you find a tin opener, you open it with a tin sure. opener instead. So, if you do it with the far one, you gradually sit there, and you just watch this timer go around, and you see the far starting to take, gradually burning up, and at any moment, just go, it can just go out instantly and say, you failed. You've got no matches, you're doomed. So, use exervent if you can. So, I've got this fire going, chucked some wood in it, so it was like hot. I just had to huddle next to that fire, getting warm, and warming myself back up to put my carry on. Um, so, I start looking at the time, and I realise it's going to get dark soon, and I don't want to be outside in the dark. Yeah, good choice. So, not when it's like freezing cold, I really don't want to be outside in the dark. You were already able to see where you were going and managed to sprain your ankle. Exactly. So, I thought, this is not going to, this will not. Knowing you, it'll be pitch black. And you'll be like, right, I really need to go to piss. The water's all the way over there. All of a sudden, (laughs) falls into the river, gets fucking washed away. I was surprised it's not in there, so I was like, okay, I'm going to pop on. So, I hide next to this fire until I'm warm enough that I can basically get ready to move out. Mm -hmm. Um, And once I'm warm enough, I think, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to all these other huts, gather some more wood and so forth, so I can come out and stoke this boiler. Because, I mean, I have got a bedroll, so worst comes to worst, I'll sleep in this hut. Sure. Worst comes to worst, I'll sleep in it, but I'd rather not. I can avoid it. So I go through all the various huts, and there's not a lot in them, and I'm thinking, and there's like, not, this, this is not a great situation to be in. And there's some more like little cabins on the actual little edge of the lake. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that looks... More reasonable, and you can actually. There's basically so the huts like are in the sort of outside area, so you just walk straight into them. The cabins are like you load up a different area because they're more sheltered. So when it loads up, you're actually sheltered in a different area, and it's more warm. It's automatically warmer. Uh-huh. So in the hut, if you've got no fire going, you're going to get freezing cold. Whereas if you go into one of the cabins, you are slightly warm, and there's usually beds in there. And if you get a bed, you'll keep warm as well for being in the bed, obviously. Sure. So, from my hut expedition, I find some food, I find some fishing wire, 
Um, I find some clothing. So I put, more, I put more layers of clothing on. So you double the layers. So you might like wear two layers of trousers and jackets and so forth. But that reduces your mobility. Your mm-hmm. sprint. So basically what happens is it doesn't like make you sprint slower, but your sprint gauge reduces. Sure. So you maybe have like 90% sprint. So you basically rather than be able to say sprint for 10 seconds, you can only sprint for 9 seconds. Sure, like, a, like a, uh, an impact on a stamina gauge or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. basically. So I get this sort of um, stuff going. I get this all, all, all my stuff on. I make way through the cabins and it's getting dark now. I was like, I'm going to have to spend the night here. So I go sleep in one of the cabins and I sleep, but I end up waking up thirsty. Mm-hmm. So I have to drink something and I go try and go to sleep again. I end up waking up sort of early hours in the morning and it's pitch black mm-hmm. and there's nothing much for me to do. But, you know, I've got nothing to heat me. I'm cold and what have you. It's like, I really need to consider moving on now. So mm-hmm. I have a flare. So I like my flare. I can now see inside the cabin because it's pitch black in the cabin. It's well, literally... I'm sure there's going to be some kind of wild animal there. Really well, not, no, I, thought I was worried about that. So I go outside. Uh, so it's pitch black in the cabin. So I go outside. I search the, nearest... the river. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got my flare. So I search the nearby cabins that have stuff in there. So okay, it's nothing much. In... I've picked up. I managed to find some more water and liquids in there. So that's good. I can drink that. I sort of use my flare. Walk my way around to the lake because animals are scared of the flare. Mm-hmm. So I get to the other part of the lake, find another cabin, go in there. Oh, good. I must find some more water, have a little bit of a drink, and then my flare runs out. So, okay, I'm not leaving this cabin. I'm just going to sit here and wait. I can't go to sleep because it's too early. It's too, I'm too, I'm too well-rested. Mm-hmm. So I just have to pass time. I mean, you pass time. Actually, the time is shot, so you just hear a character like sort of, Having to himself and playing cards with himself and so forth. <laughs> Past time. Oh yeah, I, I had a book. I found a book on ice fishing. I thought I'd read it, but I couldn't read it because it was too dark. Because I was oh, in a cabin. That, that tends to be a bit of a problem, that, mate. I, well, it was so that they actually thought of that. I thought it was quite neat. You're just like, right, I'm going to read right. the. Oh, hang on a minute, my flare's going out. Yeah. So the next day, I wake up, go outside. It's like, right, I really am desperate now for liquid. I'm really struggling with liquid at the moment. So yeah. it's like, okay. So I fish for the lake, I think, right, I need to move on. There's nothing here other than a dive dehydration. I'm actually sure. going to dive dehydration surrounded on, on a lake. Which is not a good time. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So I carry on. Eventually I managed to find the camp office. And that's one of the good places to be because it's full of stuff. I found the first one I played, I managed to run to the camp office by sheer luck. Sure. So I go in the camp office and um, managed to find some tools, I managed to find a workbench, I start crafting... Um, some hooks and line mm-hmm. so I can start sort of doing some proper fishing now I've actually got a little fishing kit and so forth and I find a water bottle like a proper water jug that holds water that's also because you refill it now obviously you can't refill it with frozen water mm-hmm. so what I have to do is I set up, I, I collect all the wood I can find get a fire going and I just I can melt snow Sure. So I melt, and you don't have to collect the snow. If you literally just tell it to melt snow, because I think the game works business where you're surrounded by it. Sure. So you're not going to be short of snow. So I melt five liters of snow. Unfortunately, this makes dirty water. Okay. So I take this dirty water, thinking through the worst, and I'm fine. Nothing goes wrong. I also eat some food. I also eat some pork and beans from a rusty can. That was a mistake. Got food poisoning. So great. So I look at it and say, well, you can take it. So it's basically, you're going to be fed by food poison. It's going to affect your ability to, it's going to make you more fatigued. Mm-hmm. It's either will be cured by rest, you know, not doing anything. Cause it'll, all your ailments will heal over time. Mm-hmm. Um, antibiotics will occur as well, or you may die. 
That's nice to know. So, I have to debate what I'm going to do here. So, I decided to take some antibiotics to... I thought, I can't not have food poisoning. But it's okay, because I've got my fishing line now, so I'm going to fish. Mm-hmm. So, I'll get some fresh fish. So, I walk out to the lake, walking on the lake, and I just look across, and I see a deer being eaten by a wolf. Many a second comes up. Shit. Yeah, I feel myself. Shit. So, I start walking across the other sort of lake to one of the fishing huts. It hasn't seen me. I see it's growling, I look over, this other wolf saw slowly walk its way towards me. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he's seen me. So I may as well keep my distance. I think I'm going to keep my distance from him. I'm going to keep, we'll just keep walking around fishing, get to this fishing shack, go into the fishing shack, break through the ice, because I found a crowbar as well, so I break through the ice, and the little mm-hmm. has to start fishing. While I'm fishing, I just see this wolf will pass the door, so I'm, ah! I'm fishing away. But I, ca- I catch a little, little fish, and, because you have calories as your like, energy level. Sure. And it's quite realistic, because, yeah, some th- like really unhealthy food will give you like four or five hundred calories, which makes sense to those unhealthy. This fish would give me twelve hundred calories. Rocking. <laughs> and you only need two and a half hours in a day. It's like awesome. This is gonna keep me going. <laughs> so I start to walk my way back to the camp mm-hmm. camp house. Um I've got my water. Um I'm getting a bit dehydrated, so I drink some more water. Then I get the message saying, You have contracted dysentery. So, great. You're awesome. Lying, 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 yeah, this is going well. So I think, right, well, I'll just keep walking back to the camp. I'll sort myself out when I get back into the camp house. It's weird. I can do I could just take stuff on the lake, but I feel I want to be in shelter while I do it. It actually gets it sort of minds of, I want to be in some cover while I do this. So I went back to the camp house, and last year here, here's this barking, this growl, and the next year, now I'm pinned to the ground by a wolf. No, and I just it's just like, and you've got two options. You can either try and fight it off with like a crowbar or like desperation. I just clicked on desperation because I was quite desperate at that point. I managed to fight off and scare off, but he's bit my legs. So I'm bleeding. Mm-hmm. He's, I'm at risk of infection because you know it's a wild animal that's bit me, and it's like this is not going well. I've got, I'm about to contract dysentery. I've contract dysentery as well. So at this point, I'm walking back to the cabin. I'm bleeding from my little fishing trip has turned to me bleeding from my leg, about to die of a wolf infection. Not well, an infection from a wolf bite. Not a wolf, infection. wolf infection. <laughs> Jesus Christ, like cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting most of the game. And uh, I'm, I'm going to die of dysentery. I thought this is not the um, Oregon Trail. Oh, that's not. This, this is not going to end well. So mm. I get back to the feet. I managed to find I've got one bandage. Mm. So I managed to bandage up my leg. Um, I take my antibiotics to cure the wolf situation and um, it says how do I cure dysentery it says uh, you need to take antibiotics and drink clean water we ain't got none of that I just thought I ain't got any clean water because all that snow is dirty water it's not clean talking of wolves this is the uh, the lesser lowest often ginger wolf yeah yeah oh bless aka Lord Charles yes so I'm back in the hut, so first of all, I'm hungry, so I eat my fish. I caught, I used to eat it. I was like, I hope I did something to it first before I like, it. bollocks to this, I'm already fucking dying, I've been bit by a wolf, I'm nomming on this fish. Yeah. I ate the fish. Today can't get any worse. Yeah. Oh. No, he's talking about... Yeah, this um, is Stardew, this is the hardcore version of Stardew Valley. Uh, the Long Dark Inky, which I might have to get for you because I want to see you hit a, hit a wolf with a... Crowbar. Yeah. Uh, so, I am... Um, Drink my... So, at this point, I'm dying. So I might as well just drink the water. My water my, I'm getting thirsty again. So, I've already got dysentery. I can't get any worse. I'll drink the dirty water again. Drink it again. I'm also getting really tired. 
strange enough, because I'm most recovering still from the food poisoning incident Oh, earlier. for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. I'm recovering from that, so I think, I'm just going to have to go to bed now. So I go to bed, screen goes bad, I go to sleep, and then the message comes saying, you died in your sleep from dysentery. <laughs> so my first visit, so I lasted two and a half days. Good job, Before man. dying of dysentery. It's like, brilliant. This, this is what happens when shit gets real, people. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, right, so survival situations go. But the great thing is, when you um, finish a game... You can save that. That sat will be. You can save the journal. There's a journal that keeps track of like every day in the game. Like mm. day one, you did this much of the world. You were wait for that so long. Mm. Um, you've got the following injuries. And it basically, it's like a little mini history. Sure. Tells you, shows you where you visited as well. Sure. So you can like literally sort of like look back and see your past, and you can save that and just save a little file, mm. so it's there forever, which is neat. Very neat. So, and also it saves like glo- like sort of li- lifetime stats. Mm-hmm. So you're you've blind. died of dysentery every time. Yeah. <laughs> so, like that, started another game up um, immediately afterwards. I thought, right, we'll try and do bad some. This time, I had a lot better luck. Found a hunter's shack, trapper shack. Got on there. So it just randomly dumps you on the map. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, by, well, so I say randomly. It dumped me by Quincy the same place as before. Oh, okay. Last I played it, played it dumped me somewhere else. Okay. So I go to this, right, I find this trapper shack, go in there, and he's got loads of stuff. I mean, literally, he's got food, water, he's got a rifle, mm-hmm. rifle a rifle, a piece of one rifle ammo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lock safe, which isn't much good, but he's got loads of stuff. So this is awesome, this is really handy, so forth. Lagged on your face. Yeah, I did. So, but this one's like, I'm too scared to go outside now. <laughs> I'm just going to sit there. The rifle says, we'll take down a deer at one long range, make it a wolf. Make what are these wolves made of? So, well, I've, I've just been looking at um, trailer videos for it here. There are bears. Yes, there you are. You can apparently make uh, clothing out of uh, wolf pelts. Yes, you can. Um, and you can make mittens out of rabbit skins. The the rocking thing is as well, it actually turns out it will work on my burner work laptop too. Oh, cool. So, um, so good. In theory, I should be able to play it on my... Yeah. So it's Linux compatible. Cool. Well, yeah, you can you can also like put snares at the hunt game as well. I have a question. Yes. Um, because I know this isn't what Ark was supposed to be, but Ark had kind of survival elements like getting hypothermia and, and mm. stuff like that. Um, other than the fact that you could punch rocks in Ark uh, because you were some kind of deformed Incredible Hulk, yep. um, you'd say that this game. The Long Dark doesn't fall short in expectation like no. Ark. Ark, I liked Ark. Mm-hmm. Trouble I with Ark was, very quickly, really quickly, you got to the stage where you were too powerful. I played Ark recently, actually, so I'd play it again. Oh, yeah. I thought, let's see if they fixed it, because it was very unstable last I played it, it run really shit. Yeah. But I thought, let's see if they fix it. And it runs really nice now. The um, the Linux client is apparently incredibly broken. Although, from what I played of the Linux version, it didn't seem that I bad. I think Arc's still an alpha as well. It's not gone great. It's not a ball. It's meant to be launched probably at the end of this year, I think. Well, fair enough. They've already released paid DLC for it. Yeah, probably. I think it's still... I might be wrong there. Check it. Maybe. Sure. I think um, it's still being alpha. Well, what, I, what I will say is, um, if we get a chance, we should actually probably set up an Arc server. Yeah. Set up our own Ark server because I think that was part of the problem that we had with when we played Ark last time is that we'd we'd gone onto someone else's server and uh, well I played a local server sure so um but yeah twelve Ark was you so I started Ark again 
And again, I'm pretty still pressed. Early access at the moment. Thought so. Pretty pressed that it remembered all my details. Mm-hmm. It's like a new machine; it remembered everything. So, I was like, so it copied all my levels across and everything. Sure. So played it, played again, started the level up, went out there. Within like you know ten minutes, I'd start build. Well, put that up here. But remember, sort of like forty minutes, I start building a house. Mm-hmm. You know, I had thatched roofs, I had fire, I had lots of meat. I wasn't going to starve off anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I was cooking meat. I was basically sorted. Sure. Yeah, you know, I wasn't going to die anytime soon. Long Dark is not like that. Long Dark is really unforgiving right from the start. And I was playing not on the easiest level, but like the second, the, what they call the recommended for new beginners. Mm-hmm. There's like one level that's really blown, which is like designed to be about exploration, so, it's like, so you can just explore the world. Because apparently it's a pretty big, pretty big map. Was it 30 square kilometers, they say, on the Yeah, it's pretty dark? big, yeah. Pretty, pretty big. Yeah, I mean, you can harvest materials, you can do that, but by default, you can only, like, do small tricks, because, mm. you know, you're not you're not not the massive steroid-induced baby in Ark, yeah. which is a normal guy or gal, and you just pick up tricks and you break them and that's it. But if you later on... even then, you cry when you get splinters and things. So. Yeah. Well, later, well, you are wearing gloves. Later on, you can sort of make axes and hatchets and stuff, and you can go and chop wood up. Sure. Which is good, um, but for that you need like a forge and all sorts of making. It's it is a real tough game, and the level is quite interesting because the um, as they go on, you get more. So I said they got really easy, which is about exploration. So the any, the animals won't go for you; they won't go hostile to you; they won't hunt you or anything. Like that. They'll just leave you alone, basically. Sure. The normal one, the animals won't hunt you specifically, but they will go for you if you get too near. So the wolves will go for you. You've got to do which is what I did. Sure. The next one up from that, the animals will hunt for you. They'll ask for one thing. The third one is called Interloper, difficult level, and basically the animals get more and more hostile as the game goes on. So they'll actively start going for They won't just like hunt, for, if they see you and hunt for you, they'll actually work from the start. Well, I'm gonna, there's some dude somewhere over here, I'm going to kill him. He sniffs good, time to eat him. Yeah. It's got challenge modes as well. So there's like one, yeah, it's like challenge maps where like you need to like get to like a lighthouse and fire like a flare into the air to see if there's any survivors. Sure. There's one called um, The Hunted, I think it's called, where you start the game and there's a bear chasing you and you have to try and escape to get to a hunter's cause pick up a special rifle to shoot the bear. A special rifle. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not the regular rifle, the special rifle. Special one. bear killer rifle. It's really quite interesting. Um... Well, that's Long Dark. Um, so, yeah, I would recommend Long Dark if you want a hardcore survival stim. Long Dark is probably, of all the survival games I've played, Long Dark's one I've enjoyed the most because it really feels unforgiving, but fair. Sure. You know, it, it really is a case of, oh, your clothes get wet as well. Yeah, and it snows too much, your clothes get wet. Single player only? Yes. Sure. Although... It's it's very atmospheric for Singapore. I think multiplayer would be interesting. Mm-hmm. It'd be quite nice to be like sort of the idea of like you come across all people set a campfire, you might bring some wood and say, Can I come sit next to your campfire? I've got some wood with me. Sure. And they say, Yeah, sell down, you get to sit down. It'd be interesting. What one thing would be interesting is if we could all kind of get together. That's what I kind of hope from Ark. If Ark was kind of harder, more hardcore, we could have all like we'd have all yeah. started at different segments of the island and then Got yeah. together and there was no real need once you got together as a group, you just got ridiculously overpowered. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be fair, it wasn't exactly difficult in that to start with, no, so. exactly. But I mean, as a group, it'd be even worse. Mm. You know, you'd have a whole like village. Well, the whole idea of Ark was to tame dinosaurs, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a survival game, really. Ark. No. 
No. So that's on dark. So moving on. Um, so we've got a bit of news. I was hoping to have Middlemeister to discuss this because it's so. It's, this is more his groove, isn't it? Yeah. Although I do know that there are some people who will be listening to the podcast who are curious about this, your yes. opinions on this. Um, they've announced new Doctor Who. Yes. Yes. And, well, perhaps the most interesting about it is that the Doctor Who is going to be a woman. Mm-hmm. First time. First time in 70-odd years. Well, 63, okay. 66 it started. So, yeah, 2050, 60 odd years. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I was going to do a round rant on this, but I'm, I wasn't too sure. I put my head mixed feelings about it. Mixed feelings, okay. Well, I've not seen the girl's acting, but for my hair, she's very good. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure. I've liked the idea. It's, it's gonna, I'm probably getting painted as misogynistic now, but. Not Which is the exact like, same thing that was said when we were having a discussion about it earlier, about me and another person. I'm not too sure like I did Doctor being a woman. Mm-hmm. If I'm honest, if I'm honest, I'm not too keen on the idea. Mm-hmm. It's just, but it's not like I've got anything against her mm-hmm. or the idea of a female character, but it just doesn't feel right to me. So I had this discussion earlier today, and you know that I'm not a particularly big fan of um, Doctor Who. It's more a case of I'm indifferent. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, but this was brought up to me uh, earlier on today. I can't remember how I got into the subject. It was actually during one of my Splatoon uh, live streams today. And um, the the reason that uh, the person who I was talking to about it didn't like the idea of there being a female doctor was that in all prior uh, runs of the show, it's been a male doctor the lead character, I suppose, is you, or the main driving force of the show is usually the woman. The Doctor is kind of a driving element yeah. more than the, the main yeah. focus of the story. Um, and that basically the Doctor gets made to feel a bit like a Burke from time to time by the woman, but also is quite harsh to the woman or like yeah. uh, strong nature to the woman. And uh, this person felt that by making it a woman with a male, not really a sidekick, but a companion character or whatever. Yeah, companions in all of um, That if the male companion were to say anything to disagree with this new female doctor, there would, there would then be kind of um, kickback that the, the female doctor should be stronger. Yeah. And, and, and all this kind of thing, kind of changing and breaking the dynamic of previous Doctor Who yeah. series, having to tread on thin ice with an already established formula. I mean, part of me thinks, feels that, are they doing it for the right reason? They're not, no. No. Are they, yeah, are they doing it for, it'd be nice to have, you know, let's shake it and have a female character. They're doing it, it to appease keyboard warriors. That's what, that's, yeah, that's... Yeah, it'd be interesting to know the actual background to it. It feels like... It, it, the fault thing is it feels like that's what the case is. Mm-hmm. And... Like I said, no, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i prepared to... Like last time, when they, when they announced a new companion, I thought she looked awful in all the previous I saw. Uh, but I always said, you know, I will hold judgment totally. She mm-hmm. looks awful, but I'm going to hold judgment until I see it. Mm-hmm. And it turned out she was really good. Sure. And I said, you know, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm prepared to... Withhold judgment and say, I might be totally wrong on this. Which is exactly what 
was yeah. said during our, during our stream today that Sam was like, you know, prove me wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. But at the moment, the dynamic just it, doesn't feel like it's It, it depends how much of a thing they make of it. If they make it a big thing and if it they becomes make a the driving doc- force behind, the, you know... If they make the, the, the Doctor's gender the defining characteristic of this Doctor, there is a fucking problem. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. And I I think the BBC, A, they're brave to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they are. It's Well, regardless of the reasons behind it, it's still a brave thing to do. Mm-hmm. It has pissed off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um... I have first say reaction has been relatively mixed from the community. Sure. But a lot of people are... It's funny, actually. The people either... Well, we'll give it a go. The people say, well, we'll give it a go, but I'm not sure about it, are quite small. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who said, that's it, no watching it again, which to me is a stupid reaction to have. Which is exactly, actually, the exact same thing that was uh, said during the stream as well. Yeah. And, and even me as someone who doesn't watch Doctor Who, um, you know, I tend to apply logic to pretty much everything, which is a dumb thing I do. It's, it's a horrible fault of mine. Yeah. Um, that uh, well, it was Chalky that I was talking to in in the in the stream. Yeah, I know he's a big fan. Um, and he basically said, anyone that said, and we pretty much finished each other's sentence. He said, whoever says that they're not going to watch it because of this, and I said they're fucking stupid. Mm. You know, to 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 say that you're not going, you're going to completely cut off this show because of something that doesn't really matter. Yeah, not give it a go. Yeah, H- how are you going to know unless you give it a chance? I mean, I I've been... it's not like it's not like I don't know. Well, you can't really negatively judge heroin until you try it. It's like, mm. yeah. I mean, it's, there has been there have been cases in the past where characters have been changed from male to female, yeah. and it's worked quite well. So, Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. in the original version, a character called Starbuck, who's like their head pilot, and was male. Mm-hmm. In the new version, they recast him as a woman. Sure. And that worked quite well. She was quite a likable character. She started, and she had very good character development. Mm-hmm. She started as quite a sort of gun ho, quite boyish mm-hmm. girl. Then as time went on, she actually sort of, you realise that was actually all just a bit of a front mm-hmm. to hide. She was basically using it to hide what actually some nasty things happened in her past. Mm-hmm. And that worked really well. And I quite liked that. And I'm, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the original series. And so I was more into the sort of second of the remake version, so might be a bit of bias there. Mm. Um, so I say I'm holding judgment, but I'm also not. Of personally, I'm not too happy with the idea. If I'm absolutely honest, but mm-hmm. if that makes me a sexist pig, do you know what? In this day and age, anything makes you that. Yeah, pretty much. Any you know, as, any, as every slight any... dissenting opinion about you know. Well, let's be fair. As a white male. You don't have an opinion. You're not allowed one. So, it's... And I always say this because it really winds people up. That's retarded. That's just completely fucking stupid. Mm. Um, People need to stop being professionally offended. Yeah. Because that's just... um, It was brought up during the conversation this afternoon with Chalky. He said, look... The people who they focus on in these news articles are the people that are uh, really, really gobby and outraged about it. They never, ever cite arguments from people who have actually rational... They've actually put some thought into what they're saying. It's always the people that are banging their heads against the keyboard are the ones that get in focus. The people that are screaming, oh, well, I'm now going to go kill the writers or something. So, that's, yeah, that's you know, the, the, They focus on the loudest people because yeah. they are the people. Or they sell those, newspapers. Yeah, those are the articles that are going to sell 
You know, those are yeah. the ones that are going to push the product. Yeah. Um, but those are usually the worst fucking ones full stop. Mm. You'd think that the entire world was going to pot if every article you read and believed was like that. Which is yeah. usually the only shit that gets published these days. BBC, I'm looking at you. Yeah. No, it's going to be... It's going to be different. Um, but we can only see. We can give out. I mean, I'm generally pro most things. I'm thinking relatively... Um, but I you know, I don't really care if someone's what someone's. I don't care people's. I don't give a damn what someone's race is, what someone's yeah. sexuality is, religion. Um, religion. Don't give a damn. You know, it's it's what you believe. It's who you are. What you are mm-hmm. doesn't really bother me. Those in things don't generally define you as a person. Yeah. What I do object to is where something is turned into a political or machine. It's a gimmick. A gimmick. Yeah. So if they use this to turn. Doctor, doctor and Doctor into a political mouthpiece mm-hmm. which it has since like the past occasion you get the views of the writers come through they are sort of turned turn to a political mouthpiece I'm not going to be very happy about it mm-hmm. but we'll see I'm with whole full judgement until the series comes out next year mm-hmm. and well, here's the, there'll be the Christmas special Christmas special he'll regenerate to her but that one probably happens at the very end Sure. So she only have a few seconds of screen time. Sure. Um, so we'll see. Um, and then next year I'll give my first views and say perhaps, either perhaps my fears have been relayed or I might say, oh, why have they done this? Sure. But we'll see. Right. Um, so moving on from that, one last thing to discuss and talk about is um, something in flashback. Okay. Um, do you remember last podcast... I was telling you about a game where basically it was two player, but one player was like the character in the game, the other player was like the sort of dungeon master who actually had to change things and so yes. forth, and jump out windows and so forth. Um, I've come in the name of it. The game is called Sleep is Death. Okay. Um, and it's. I've looked a bit more into it how it actually works. So basically, you're two characters and. The person, basically, when you want to say talk to NPCs, the DM, as it were, it's called the DM, the player to the DM, mm-hmm. actually types back the conversation with you, and you can talk back to them, and they actually type the conversation back and forth, so they control the NPCs directly. Sure. If you want to interact, you can only give, like, verb commands. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you can, like, go up to something and say, open, or so forth. And the DM's got 30 seconds to react to that. Sure. And then basically that's how it develops from there. So I give a little example, um, one where the guy sort of gets up and he basically someone explains how the house works and he sets fire to a tree just to show he can and so right. forth. Um that's the game, it's called Sleepless Death. Um I must be, I thought it was called Sleepless Death, but mm-hmm. it's actually Sleep is Death. Um I'll put a link to the show notes if you're interested. Um just going to sleep. Um so if anyone's interested they can have a Look at that. Sure. Um, that's the way for flashback. Cool. Uh, what was the What was the game that we were talking about? I don't know if it was actually during podcast or before podcast, where you said that you get dropped off into a zone and then players basically get pushed together until they have to slaughter each other. Uh, that was Player No Battlegrounds. I can remember. I I was getting confused by the name, but it's, it's nickname for it is Plunk Bag. Sure. I think that's one that one of my friends was playing actually. Yeah, it looks interesting, but yeah, basically you get dropped off on the map. And then like there this, we go, yeah. Right. And then basically, it's got the most weirdest picture 
the highlight I've ever seen. It's got some guy in a shirt and tie wearing a VR headset. Uh, but yeah, basically you get dropped off somewhere on this island randomly and you can fight and so forth. It's I remember that's one that I was asked to play, but it's one that I can't play because it's Windows only. Ah, there you go. Um, I must, I must, when I saw for all this be something that me, for me and you to play but if it's Windows Zone it's obviously a I place. will be able to play it if I set up one of the old D-rigs or whatever I just have yeah. to put a new graphics card yeah. in I just have to check what graphics card it needs wait for uh, actually I could probably get away with playing it I can play it on the minimum settings at least so I could do yeah that. so if it's called club bag but yeah you can basically you get dropped off and then every so often there's like a new zone that's force filled with juices and you've got to be within the zone otherwise you get killed sure but it's randomised where it reduces to so it's a combination of battle royale proximity and um yeah I forget what the other one's called condemned yeah so it looks very interesting actually it looks really interesting I've heard a lot of people talk about it it sounds like really good it's pretty much based on Day Z, sure. In terms of it's all that's player v player, it's like you get this massive open world, and you have to um, like explore buildings for weapons. That's and quite nice. Yeah, you know, steel guns and so forth, and that's all randomised as well. Um, it's just a component, quite interesting combat system. So, as you like, for example, if you get too close to a wall, your weapon gets put up in the air because you're too close to it. So you have to sure. sort of keep back a bit to move shit over it. So it looks really interesting. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just watching the trailer if you. Okay, so, yeah, it looks quite fun. Oh, that's cool! You can actually shoot holes in doors. That's neat. That's interesting. I was just say graphically, it looks quite nice considering. Yeah, so that's another game I want to give a go to. I mean, it's a non, it's a multiplayer game. I actually want to play. I guess it's one of the, one of the first. The only trouble is the old uh, Metal Master can't play because you know, no PlayStation. No. Well, oh well, he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll definitely take a look into it. How much is it? It's quite expensive, about 26 quid, I think. When it ends up on sale, I'll probably pick it yeah. It's Yeah. Really you can go off CD keys, like 22 quid. Okay. So, but yeah, that's it. Um, so, nothing else from me. Anything else from you? No, I think that's pretty much everything. Cool. I, there's only so much Splatoon I can fit into a day, to be fair. Yeah, it's cool. So, I think that's an end to this podcast, then. Rocking. So, um... Sorry about the stream, guys. We've had some technical issues. Um, we're getting better, though. It's better than last time. Last time we cut off after nine minutes. Um, we're going to have to look. We're going to have to do some more, some practice. more testing. Perhaps I'll do another live stream like tomorrow, but I'll just leave it running for like three hours. Yeah, sure. Just to see if it's a uh, if X split can't handle all doing. I'm kind of things. curious as to whether or not because your tests earlier were just, it was just one person. So as we're both moving about, maybe there's too much for it to process. Motion would be reason enough. I mean, if if you try and render a static stream or a static screen, um, the less motion, the less processor it's going to be using. Yeah, I suppose I won't try and do like a um, uh, what do you call we pair install on this laptop first. Might be wise because my Christ, even just getting this started up was a nightmare. It's it's running really badly. I mean, the fact that. XSplit by itself is using 49% of the processing power, which when you think it's meant to be used to broadcast games, mm-hmm. and if it's using up half your processing power to run XSplit, that shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I that's just XSplit and a webcam, isn't it? Uh, yeah, microphone, webcam. What was OBS's footprint like? Um, on this laptop, uh, 30%. Yeah. 720p, 30 But the, the, I mean, this thing is made out of cheese. Yeah. So, so it's that's quite excessive. Sure. 
Cool. Right then, so I've been the Suffolk Ram. Oh, we'll see you in a fortnight, possibly with Middlemeister. Maybe. If he's recovered from his man flu, or barditis, as we call it. <laughs> so, see you later, guys. See you.